Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of Scouting 5, recapping scouting news from around the world for the week of February 3rd, 2020. I'm Scout Ken, and today I'm recording from St. Albert, Alberta. Down in Harrison Park, which is in Owen Sound, Ontario, at the 57th annual Scout Campout, 104 scouts and their scouters took part in fun events, including building fires, lashing, sawing logs, and a simulated rescue mission, a culmination of the self-sufficiency training that all scouts ideally should receive. This evidently took place last weekend. It was a gray, damp, and somewhat cool day, scattered drops of rain, adding extra challenge to the fire-building event in particular. And the air smelled of wood smoke, though, so fire was evidently made. Scouts were challenged to use, for example, three matches, and... Uh, I think we've all experienced that frustration. The first match goes out, but then the second one maybe lights the kindling. And then comes the third sometimes, if you need to use that. You try and you try, and then the fire sustains for maybe a minute, maybe longer. But you know what? In the case of this camp, even just starting a fire would earn the scouts points. Using fewer matches would score more points. And each minute the fire lasted, well, that would add more points too. One, uh, one year, evidently, a scout did, uh, was able to create and sustain a fire in under two minutes. So that's rather cool. Evidently, there were no participants at this camp from the U.S. this year, although I guess U.S. troops do come every other year. But the scouts did fly the U.S. flag and sing the American National Anthem as a gesture of kinship with their scouts' BSA brethren. Scouts from Collingwood, Barrie, Lucknow, Hanover, Owen Sound, Chelsea, Middlemay, Flesherton, Orangeville, and Oshawa, all towns and cities in Ontario, slept in tents at the back of the park. Ooh, winter camping in tents. Uh, well, I guess for the scout level, that wouldn't be unusual. I wouldn't attempt that with my Cub Scouts necessarily. Um, and they enjoyed just being boys and girls from different ages, all on the same weekend campout and all in pursuit of those awesome scouting goals. An inquest in Wales has heard that a teenage scout was out of sight of his scouters when he slipped and fell from a coastal cliff in northern Wales, ultimately passing as a result of the injuries sustained. Ben Leonard, from Stockport in Greater Manchester, was on an organized trip with the Reddish Explorer Scouts when he suffered a serious head injury in the fall. He had achieved his Chief Scouts Gold Award, uh, received his GCSE results three days before his death, and had enrolled to study film studies at a college in Salford. Overall, a group of nine boys between the ages of 14 and 18 had camped out, uh, and this actually happened back in August. So they had been on a campout with their scout leader uh, and a couple of assistant scout leaders. The group had been due to climb Snowdon, evidently a peak in Wales, but the decision was made to go to an alternate peak instead because of bad weather. The scouters, for their part, walked with eight of the boys through Happy Valley to the Great Orm on the coast. Ben and two of his friends walked more slowly than the rest of the group, and they actually wound up taking a different path. Continuing on to the Great Orm, um, they ultimately again ended up outside of the group. They explored along the top of the Orm, and then Ben uh, attempted to find a path down to the road below. He ended up working his way along a narrow ledge, slipped, was not able to regain his footing or hold on to anything, and fell to the steep grass bank below. An air ambulance did attend, but unfortunately he did pass from his injuries. Caramel Delights, Peanut Butter Patties, Dosidos, Thin Mints, Toffee Tactics, and Lemon Ups, to name just a few. These are the, of course, names of Girl Scout cookies that should be familiar to U.S. listeners especially. We have a little bit less variety here in Canada. And they will also now be the theme of a new four-hour Food Network competition series, the Girl Scout Cookie Championship. 
which is hosted by How I Met Your Mother star, I think of her as Buffy the Vampire Slayer star, and a former Girl Scout herself, Allison Hannigan. And I guess that began this week, or maybe last week. Um, sorry, I don't have the date written down here. But uh, at any rate, Katie Lee, uh, who is a star of another Food Network show, The Kitchen, and spring baking champion Nacho Aguirre will be the judges for each episode alongside a rotating guest judge. Uh, former Girl Scout Carla Hall is evidently within that rotation. In each episode, bakers must transform the cookies, Girl Scout cookies, into edible creations of art, and then sell their sweets to the public, just like the Girl Scouts do. The judges guide and assess their creations, and the series takes you inside the factories that produce the 200 million-plus boxes of cookies that are sold each year. One of Calgary, Alberta's oldest scout groups, the 18th Calgary Scouts, will be celebrating a century of community service, leadership development, and outdoor adventure at a Centennial Bash this coming Saturday. Scouts from the present and past will gather to swap stories and learn from one another at the Centennial Dinner. The original group evidently gathered in basements and church halls until it had grown enough to uh, fund and build its own hall around 1930. That building was expanded three times before it burned down in 1965, which encouraged the development and building of an even bigger scout hall, which is now currently what stands at the 1919 19th Street Southwest address in Calgary, minus a few refurbishments. Because of their sponsorship from veterans groups, including the Calgary Highlanders, these scouts dubbed kilts their official uniform in 1962, and they have been one of very few groups in Canada to do so since. And it's been several years since the Scouts had any presence in Schaumburg, Ontario, but the wait is over and a new Cub Pack meeting, a new, a new round of Cub Pack meetings will be starting this month. The Cub Pack, of course, being open to all children between the age, all children, goodness me, between the ages of eight and ten. Plans are also in the works to open a beaver colony for children aged 5 to 7 and a scout troop for youth aged 11 to 14. Scouting activities will be run by fully trained and screened Scouts Canada volunteers. And it's, of course, great news to hear that another community is seeing scouting make a comeback. Preston Parks, a resident of Red Deer, has a long history of scouting in his family. His father was a scout in the Red Deer area in the 1920s. He joined the scouts himself in the 1940s. His sons, Greg and Kevin, joined the movement in the 70s and 80s. And Parks, of course, served as a scout leader for them. So, three generations of scouts in the family. He's Parks himself is obviously a very strong supporter of preserving the history and identity of scouting. And in particular, uh, has a strong interest in preserving a little scouting cabin that sits on 47th Avenue in Red Deer, Alberta. It's an unused rover hut. It was built in 1937, and it occupies a corner of city land that is currently being considered for an expansion of the Central Alberta Women's Emergency Shelter. Parks, for his part, wants to secure the hut's future as a historical site, as a reminder of the long and illustrious history of scouting in Red Deer. And just to give some examples... Um, Governor General Michener, who uh, served in that capacity from 1967 to 1974, was born in the little town of Lacombe, north of Red Deer, but was a member of the Red Deer Scout Group before going on to become a lawyer and a politician. The Red Deer Scouts also very famously uh, located, helped chase down, and ultimately capture a fugitive who, I think, shot the chief of police in the course of a robbery, and then kind of tried to flee and hid, and the Scouts found him and kind of surrounded him, waited for the fire chief to arrive, and the fire chief was ultimately the one who arrested him. 
parks. Scouting memories are a little bit more conventional, of course, camping, not tying, that sort of thing. But besides all of the fun that he has had doing such things and earning badges, he says that scouting also, you know, imparted to him strong lessons about respect for others, for his country, for animal life. He actually uh, notes that there used to be two scouting cabins that sat on that same downtown property, the larger one evidently having burned down, leaving only the little scouting hut that was officially opened in 1937 by Lord Tweedsmuir, also known as John Buchan, another former governor general, and at the time Canada's chief scout. To Parks, these are all important reasons for preserving the property, and currently a Scouts Canada official is looking into whether the Red Deer Hut has enough historic significance and integrity for such preservation. Scouts in the UK have partnered with cybersecurity tech firm Nominet to launch a dedicated badge focusing on improving online safety and teaching youth about cybersecurity. The badge, which is going to be available to more than 400,000 400, scouts in the UK, will help to mark Safer Internet Day on the 11th of February 2020. And it's designed to help drive healthy and positive relationships with technology. The badge has two age-related activities to help young people spot fake news and be more aware of their digital footprint, tapping into the theme of this year's Safer Internet Today online identity. Through fun and interactive tasks, the activities are intended to build and aid resilience, critical thinking, and to improve online safety for scouting youth. And that is all the news I have for you this week. Thank you again for listening. And until next time, be prepared.